Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week, we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello! Just Adam today. This week, we are continuing our thankful series for 2018 with Adam's pick, 1991's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The Secret of the Ooze. Now, before I jump into who directed it and whatnot, yeah. the Thankful series, for those of you who don't know, this is the one time of the year where each of the hosts picks one movie they're thankful for. It can be anything you perceive as being good. Yep. What you are thankful for exists. What you think is good. Yes. Your thankful pick. It's basically a free pass for a movie that you enjoy. It's a free pass, but then the our birthday pick is any. It could be anything. Right. It could be the worst... Movie ever made, and it's your birthday, it's your gift. There you go. Yeah, and I'm going to ruin your lives, so <laughs> you suck this. <laughs> All right, this movie was directed by Michael Pressman and stars Paige Turco, David Warner, Kevin Clash, Kevin Nash. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. and Michelin Sisti. The major brief synopsis will go from there. The Turtles and the Shredder battle once more, this time for the last canister of the ooze that created the Turtles, with which Shredder wants to unleash an army of new mutants. So, I ask this every week, Adam. I already know the answer. Have you ever seen this before? Absolutely. I've seen this too. I've seen this twice in the past month. This was important (laughs) to our childhood for people our age. We were seven when this came out. Oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. So before we talk about it, why did you pick this, Adam, as your thankful movie for 2018? I was, I was scrolling through my movie list, uh, trying to find one that just jumped out and excited me by mm-hmm. reading the title, and okay. this is the first one I came across. I okay. Like, ha! You didn't want to go up the no. list? I, as soon as I got excited, I realized, no, no, yes, this is it. Okay. Because this, because this was this was childhood. Mm-hmm. This is something that I, I've seen uh, well over 20 times, maybe even up to 50 times over my entire life. What would you say... Before getting into the movie, now I bring that up. If you had to guess, what movie do you, would you say is the movie you've seen the most times in your life? If you had to take a guess, oh, uh, for me, I I know you're gonna, I know you're. Uh, Maestro was here. I think Die Hard is probably the movie I've seen the most. In is that life. right? It's like Die Hard, T two, Predator. Okay, it's, it's like one of these action movies I would always watch with my dad. Huh? Or Goodfellas. I think it might be Goodfellas. Because oh. whenever Goodfellas is on, I stop what I'm doing and I watch it. Oh, I know. I got mine. It's Fight Club. Okay. Fight Club is yeah. That's 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 a that's in constant rotation. Okay. Because every now and then I'll just get in the mood of like I just I need a Fight Club. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before th- before that, I was gonna say Matrix, which I think was my first thankful movie. Because mm. it's again, it's just like yep. it's mm-hmm. anytime. It's it's fine. It's it's a fun. It's a fun ride. I honestly. I think mine might be Goodfellas because whenever it's on, Sarah's like, you're watching this again? <laughs> I'm like, come on, babe. It's the scene where Tommy fucking whacks the guy. Yeah. So uh, this movie stood out to you. This was very important to our childhood. Absolutely. So you've seen it twice within a month. Yes. I haven't seen this movie in years. It's been a long time. Oh, yeah? And um, I'm sorry, Adam. There, my spoiler goggles were going off. Yeah, I had a lot as well. So – how how hard do you want to critique this? Because this is a movie for children, right? That, that, that that's so part of it. How much of a well? How much of a leeway are you giving here? Where it's a movie for kids, it doesn't have to make sense. Like I think the first thing we got to talk about is the um, the, pra- <laughs> the practical effects. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At the time, I remember thinking like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" Yes. 
These, these turtles are, are fucking real yeah. turtles walking around. Uh, Splinter was a little suspect. He was just a robot. Yeah. But Silicon Razor were awful. Mm-hmm. In comparison, next to the turtles, like, uh-huh. and but but even now watching it as as they're talking, I'm like, oh, that's totally off. Sometimes someone the lips don't match up all the time. The, rah, rah, the no, no, the, oh, the, the, the turtle, actual turtles, the turtles. Okay. Yeah, it's a little delayed sometimes. Yeah. And like that must be the best take they could have gotten. So move on, fine. But at the time, I I, I noticed nothing. Nothing. I, I remember noticing the Tokan Razor looked ridiculous, and they looked <laughs> even much, at seven. Yeah, like like. <laughs> Because like, all right, those guys are fake, uh-huh. but the turtles, those are real turtles. Yeah, that, that, that was kind of like the perception way back okay. in the day. Like, oh, the turtles are amazing, yeah. but what are these guys wearing costumes for? Uh-huh. That, that was kind of like the the perception I had even as a child. But even then, I still liked it because to me that that was uh, Bebop and Rocksteady as close as they can get. Okay, so all right, this was in my trivia, but all right, I'll just say it now. The two guys created the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book series because it was a comic book series first, right? It was dark. It was dark. I'm, I'm sure you might know this about the history of the turtles. The comic book itself was very dark. It was uh, for yes. mature audiences. Right. And then when they turned it into the TV, the, the cartoon on your shirt, yeah. when they turned it into that, they had to make it kid-friendly, right? Right. So because these guys created the, the characters and they had like a deal where they got like residuals or whatever the deal is, they still kind of had some creative control. Okay. So the first Ninja Turtles movie, remember how dark it was? It wasn't like bright. Oh yeah, it was like like it was like Very. dark in tone, and like it was just dark. Like yeah, it was almost it was, like a noir film or some kind. Exactly, it was like a noir film, and like fucking guys are getting like wrecked with like swords and stuff in the movie, right? Yeah. So that's the comic book creators. They wanted the movie to be like that. So then parents were complaining that that movie was too dark for their kids. So the next one, they had to make it more kid-friendly. This, the, yeah. So they wanted Bebop and Rocksteady, and the creators were like, no. I don't want it to be like that cartoon. I don't want the brain guy. I don't want uh, oh, no. the dome. The, the I don't want any of that shit. Okay. So they compromised. They said, okay, what if we created two new guys who were not as cartoony as Toka and, as uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, but we still kind of make them a little dark. And they said, okay, fine. We'll go with that. So Toka and Razor was created to appease these two fucking assholes great but the second michael bay ninja turtles has krang and and bebop and rocksteady yeah and they even have the mousemen with the robots oh what the chompy robots so that second michael bay movie is actually that's that's what we grew up with that's like the shit we grew up with it's just i'm gonna have to watch them now it's just the turtles look ridiculous ah also the turtles from the first 1990 film uh, the way their mouths moved, um, it was all robotics. Okay. So they were like puppeteers, like physically like moving them from behind. And there was like gears and stuff inside of the uh, head of the uh, turtles. So they had a bigger budget for this movie. So the face movements, while now you saw it's off a little, yeah. was vastly improved from the 1990 movie. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I I, I tried to show my daughter the Ninja Turtles Maybe three years ago, the the first one, and then the second one, like back to back, and uh, she she was not having it. She's not having it. No, I know. It's, it's 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 too late. What's their thing now? Like what 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 are kids? Is it? I don't even know. Is it? Uh, <laughs> her, her she's into VR right now. She wants an Oculus Rift. That's what she wants. But I mean, like care, like we grew up. Our generation oh, grew up with the it's, Ninja Turtles. It's YouTube. It's YouTube people. Yeah, co- YouTube personalities. Oh YouTube commentators. God. 
Those are the Ninja Turtles now. Yeah. Oh my god. Now it's it's Jacksepticeye, uh, Markiplier, uh, uh, Sanjay and Craig, which are the worst. Um, uh, Dan TDM. Uh, this this is what she's she's watching. And, but but it's, it's it's them playing video games. Is is what is mostly oh, what, what it is. Yeah. Like on Stitch or Twitch or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, Twitch. is that kind of thing. We're like, oh, today's episode is about this game. And um, Markiplier's pretty good. I do enjoy that guy. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a real voice. He's got a real voice for, for performing and for talking on a microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's entertaining. Um, Jack's, Jack's fine. Sanjay and Craig are the worst. Dan TDM is he, he's Australian. Uh-huh. So you can't like dislike it. It's like, oh, it's an accent. Okay, but yeah, that, that's that's her whole life. So her that's their thing now is is YouTube personalities. Yes, where uh, ours was turtles who could eat pizza and fight. And absolutely, yes. So um, I don't know how much you want to uh, rip into your thankful movie here. I, I I'm not gonna not rip into it. <laughs> I, I I am I, the spoilers goggles were on. There were things uh-huh. I saw the the <laughs> the practical effects were. My biggest complaint was took on Razor and how bad they looked uh-huh. and how obviously. They're very stiff the way they move. Yeah, they, they didn't spend enough on them, mm-hmm. uh, which you think they saved money because they could just use the costumes in the first one, um, maybe to maybe pump into that. Uh, the ooze. <laughs> what, what are the what are the rules <laughs> for this ooze? Uh huh. So the ooze gets on a a dandelion and it, and it, it grows it big. Fine, yeah. good. Uh, they they pump it into. Uh, uh, be Rocksteady. Took on Razor, uh-huh. and they 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 become big. Now, from from what I, I, I know from the first movie, this doesn't happen in, in a matter of hours. <laughs> it takes years. It, it takes it takes years <laughs> because they're small turtles, and then Splinter raises them, and then they grow up to right. be big. And as they're growing, their first word was pizza, 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 yeah. pizza. That, that was that was from the, that was the first movie, right? They, uh-huh. they didn't call back to that in this one, I don't think. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, they started growing personalities, and and then they became then they became the turtles. Yeah. In this movie, <laughs> in a few hours. Yeah, and he's even impatient when it's taking a few hours. When it took years for the turtles to get to grow <laughs> yeah. up, and and now Token Razor come right away. Mm-hmm. Then later on, Splinter he chugs this, and he expands. Oh, Shredder, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? He said Splinter. Splinter, yeah. Uh, yeah Shredder, he Shredder, Super Shredder. But they say he drank it, but apparently he poured it over his clothes as well. Because oh, the spikes got bigger, everything got bigger. As, uh, as clothes grew, his, his clothes. spikes grew. The helmet changed. Yeah. Everything mutated. But if there's no cells to mutate on, like a clothing or a piece of metal, uh-huh. how is that mutating? How is it changing? Not only did it grow, it changed. The spikes were different and bigger. The suit was all bigger and different. His face uh-huh. completely different. He couldn't talk. Just yeah. The rules of the ooze. Yeah, what are the rules of the ooze? That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's all I need. Uh-huh. That's all I need. Because the, the turtles, I would assume, if they were babies, they were within the first maybe year of their life mm-hmm. when uh, Chet Manley drops them. <laughs> the Daredevil uh, theory. The, yeah, over the sewer grate. So the ooze f- t- falls on the turtles and Splinter when they're in their animal forms, right? Like it, like it falls on them on their skin. I believe they they just crawl through it. Uh, yeah, but what I'm getting at is they're yeah. not. They're not eating right. ooze, right? Right. So did this scientist 
force them to eat? Is that why they grew so much? Is growing is is making the snapping turtle and the wolf ingest the ooze make them grow oh, faster? Maybe because that's why Shredder grew bigger. Him ingesting it. I don't but know. It was it was one tube going oh, yeah. going Leading into, into the, their little cage. Yeah. So unless that tube split off and went directly into the mouths, oh, that's true. So yeah, it it was put on their body. But even then, if it was one tube, how would it get to both cages? There were, there were separate cages. And how come Toka and Razor could bend metal, but they can't break through that little that little gate thing <laughs> that's holding them? Okay, so <laughs> my biggest complaint, and I never, I, I swear to God, Adam, I never noticed it until I watched it this time. Because okay. the last time I saw this, it's been a very long time. The Foot Clan in the movies and the uh, cartoon, yeah. well, in the cartoon, they're robots. In the two movies, our yeah. movies, uh-huh. I would say they're incompetent. Fighters? Oh, yes. Very. Yeah. So the only way you can join the Foot Clan, you have to pass this test where you have to take the bells off a mannequin. Right. In the shadow of uh, darkness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, we work... Uh, we work in the dark or in the yeah. shadows or whatever. We, yeah. So the guy throws the ball and then Raphael's just... <laughs> and he gives it a Kino. Yeah. And he's like, is this enough? And now he... Oh, welcome. Welcome to the Foot Clan. Yeah. You're telling me... These bumbling idiots all passed that <laughs> bell test. Oh, damn. They all passed that bell test. Wow. I didn't even think about that. That's These true. These bumbling morons who wait. Uh, it's one-on-one. I can't jump in. I got to wait. I got to wait. I got to hear. I'm in, the, I'm, I'm in my pose. I got to wait for the turtle to yeah. find them. Now I can jump in. These guys all took the bells yeah. off. The ones, oh, wait. There's two turtles running at me with a giant stick. <laughs> let me just let them mow me down. Those those same those same ones. Remember? The one that thought that Donatello was a <laughs> the clown. Uh-huh. These the, these Foot Clan members uh-huh. are the ones that took all the bells off. When the remember when the Foot Clan got Michelangelo to the ground and they're punching him and Michelangelo comes up like, yeah. "Whoa, dude!" Yeah. What what do they think Pitiful. they're? What do they think they're hitting? I never thought the, of that until yeah. this viewing. The, the foot is is very stupid. They've always been stupid. Mm-hmm. But that test part of it, yeah, I didn't click. It didn't click for me. That yeah, <laughs> they had to pass this test to get it. Uh, what did click for me in that scene was uh, Kino just finished beating up all the guys. He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, Kino looks like you're the only one that's going to make it to the second test. Come this way." And there's a bunch of foot guys that are still like trying out, standing around that room. <laughs> yeah. like, what are they doing in that room? <laughs> if you're the only one to get to that, Why are room, you allowed to see the final test? Yeah. You didn't deserve to get here, but we need a crowd. And if there was a crowd surrounding him, how did Raphael just get in and out? No mm-hmm. problem. Uh, granted, he's a ninja, but that's another thing that uh, I, I sometimes forget that they're teenagers. But then there's times where, like, oh yeah, that's right. They bring it in heavy, like <laughs> they're, they're teenagers. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the the sayings that the but there's another. I had another thought. Mm-hmm. The they grew up underground in the sewers, right? Yes. Uh, they have a lot of pop culture references yes. that they shouldn't yes. be able to yes. have. Uh, there's, there's whole. I think uh, Michelangelo's coasting a, a, a Casablanca uh, right before they there's go into the sewer. There's two Casablanca references <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> How, where did that come from? How did he get that? What kid is going to get that? Re- is that yeah. for the parents? There's who no were teenager, there? right? No, teenagers aren't going to do that. They're not going to get that stuff. And there's another thing I thought of. Okay, I, I don't want to just bash your movie. No, it's fine. But this. This one, okay. They kit so Raphael and Kino go to the new uh, junkyard, the lair. 
right. the Foot Clan. And then they capture Raphael, and Kino runs from the junkyard, which I'm guessing is in Brooklyn, because he's running from the Brooklyn Bridge back into the city. Okay. I did that walk, dude. That took fucking forever. When me and Sarah <laughs> did that. We we walked through Manhattan, then we went across we walked across the Brooklyn Bridge, walked into Brooklyn, then we walked back. Okay. This kid ran back. Granted, he's in better shape than us. Whatever. Right. Anyway. Okay, it's a trap, obviously. Yeah. They're caught in this giant net. Yeah. And the shredder, I'm gonna turn these two creatures into mutants, so it's freak on freak. Yeah. Okay. I got them trapped in this net. Lure them to the spikes. Get ready to drop them. I'm yeah. like, well, are, were you actually going to drop them on the spikes if Splinter didn't fucking shoot the arrow? W- w- was that his plan? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> okay. That didn't click for me either. I, I, I get what you're saying. The whole point of getting these mutants. <laughs> Creating the mutants was to fight the turtles. But now I got them in this net and there's those spikes. Yeah. Ah, I guess I'll just kill them now. So... Ah, then what was the point of the mutants? <laughs> exactly. You could have done this plan without having to steal ooze or anything. Uh, I guess I have more blinders on than I thought I did. That's uh, fine. You know what joke made me laugh? Like, it legitimately had me laughing. And it made me laugh as a kid. And seeing it again, it uh, I appreciate the joke, how it made me laugh, was when um, every time they would mess up, Splinter would make him do backflips. Yeah, Michelangelo. Oh, I he, when, he, it. when he when he turns and he catches him and he's just clapping his hands like twenty one. Yeah, jump twenty two. Yeah, and he catches him. He goes, "Oh, uh, sorry, bro." Back to one. Back to one. Yeah, and I love that one. I've always from, from a kid. I love that one. <laughs> I used to pull that kind of stuff. Or like get away, get out of the punishment in some way, uh, shape, or form. Like there was a thing where I had to go to my room to read, and. uh I'd, I'd lay in bed and I'd put the book over my chest and pretend like I fell asleep while I was reading. <laughs> and I just lay there with my eyes closed like, I'm not going to read. There's a great <laughs> Simpsons joke where Bark is in trouble and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, no, Homer tells him, all right, boy, you're in trouble right now. And Bart's like, do you want me to just go to my room? And he goes, oh, no, your room's full of toys and TV. I want you to wait in the garage. You can't cause any trouble in there. So then Homer's talking to Marge. Marge is like, Homer, he can't punish him like that. He goes, don't worry. He can't do anything in the garage. And then he's Bart's riding by on the lawnmower, like the riding bull lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always thought that, like punishing my kid. Like, oh, no, you're not going to your room. You got a bunch of toys in there. Yeah. Go sit on the lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I had the thing uh, where I would – uh have Alexis sit in a chair in the middle of the living room and, and just like, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I, so I could see you and uh, she starts slouching, sit up, sit up. <laughs> this is, this is not supposed to be a uh, rest time for you. This is think about what you did. Uh-huh. Yeah. The room, the room thing doesn't work. I got another question for you. All right. <laughs> Why is it? They grew up in New York. Yeah. Why is it that Raphael has a hard Brooklyn accent <laughs> and the rest are just like, whoa, Jeffrey, dude. Yeah. That was, that was the thing I was thought about, too. I, I was trying to picture what they would look like if they were human beings, uh-huh. uh, like, just based on their personality types. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got, like, um, so, okay, Raphael, to me, is is the, the big brother from Home Alone. From Home Alone. <laughs> Buzz. Buzz. Okay. Uh, uh, Michelangelo looks more like, he's, he, well, he's, he's a surfer guy. He'd he's be got like long, McConaughey, blonde hair. Dude. He would be McConaughey. Okay. Okay. Yeah, McConaughey. Like Fine. Stoner McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo, it would be, um, kind of like, uh, like a goody two, sh- like a, like a, the, um, kind of like the Mac guy, the, 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 uh, what's, what's the Mac guy's name? Uh, 
Oh, the I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. Yeah. Oh, Justin Long. Yeah, like that kind of guy, but with balls. Okay. Uh, and and Donatello would be that guy, just that guy, the, <laughs> the same that guy. Okay. Because <laughs> they're, they're kind of, I mean, Donatello was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelangelo was was the funniest, but Donatello was he was to me the brains of the operation, and I always liked it because mm-hmm. uh, I always thought myself as the brains. Uh, Leonardo was kind of just like in the way. Raphael was just like too brooding. Uh, but Michelangelo and Donatello were always my favorites, but Donatello by far because of the intellect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're just so wildly different. That, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Raphael seems to have a much deeper voice also. So maybe he seems like he should be the oldest, but Leonardo also is the leader, so maybe he's the oldest. Yeah, I wonder how they... I wonder how they're older is like by a couple days. <laughs> Maybe they had to fight each other, and the best one was their official leader. Like, remember when Toka and Razor were created? Shredder's like, release them. Yeah. They will fight me, and they will call me master. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe they all fought, and Leonardo came up on top. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't, I'm not familiar with the, the TMNT canon. <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed um, also was... Leonardo it has the swords, uh-huh. but he's like he never uses them. Ah, that was also my trivia. So because that first movie was so dark, they're actually using their weapons. Yeah, they are not. They don't use their weapons because this was had to be very kid friendly. Okay, that's why he didn't use the swords. He he has like sticks. They maybe yeah. they're the sheaths to the sword <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something. Donatello uses his because it's a stick. You can't do the magic with uh-huh. a stick. Uh, Michelangelo uses the sausage links instead of his nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Raphael does use his his size, but he like hits them with the butt of it uh-huh. instead of stabbing them. <laughs> that was a little like, all right. Uh, you know who really pissed me off this time? Who's that? Kino. What? Kino. Like the, the pizza delivery kid. Yeah, why did he piss you off? I don't know, dude. Like growing up, Kino's supposed to be us, right? Like, like we're supposed to be Kino in this in this journey in this adventure with the turtles. He's kind of an asshole, dude. <laughs> like, he's such a prick. He is a prick. Like that opening scene where he's like, "Hey, ladies, uh, can I interest you in a date?" And they're like, "Dream on." And he's like, "Oh yeah, maybe next time I'll be dreaming about someone skinnier." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wasn't even fat. No. And how he runs on stage and tries to fight Shredder. He, I he, remember liking him a lot more. Yeah, I liked him a lot more as a kid. And yeah. now maybe because I, I hated Surf Ninjas and he's the lead. Oh. Like that just kind of is in the back of my head resting. I don't know. No, I remember him being a lot cooler with the first time I watched it. Yeah. than being like, oh, I wish I was a Kino kind of guy. Uh-huh. But what this time was kind of like a he, – he was much more ancillary than I remember him being. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, would, it wasn't a big role. He didn't have, even have to be there. Do you know why he's in the movie? Because of Surf Ninjas? He's supposed to replace Casey Jones. Because, again, the first oh. movie was too dark. We can't have a guy with a bat. I love Casey Jones. I love Casey Jones, too. So they needed a human. So they took Casey Jones out and put in. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have anything in trivia as far as uh, why they switched out April? Uh, yeah. Okay. The, those, those, those. Okay, good, good, good. So the, the reason why. That's not actually in my trivia. It's just from what I've read going through it. Okay. Those two combo creators, the we don't want them to be like the show. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted a different actress because they felt like this actress looked more like the April O'Neil in their comic book show. Even though the first April O'Neil for the movie looked more like the cartoon April O'Neil. Yeah. Well, and that, that was probably their problem. Yep. That's awful. Also, in a t- what's the t- TGRI? 
TGRA, yeah. TGRA. When the professor has all the, uh, I don't know if you noticed this. I knew about this in like middle school. Like some kid pointed this out to me when I was like in junior high. Okay. And then when I rewatched the movie because I had it on VHS, I was like, oh shit, he's right. There was this rumor that the when he's sucking all the ooze through the thing in the middle of the room in a glass in the glass, it's a thing that's shaped like a brain. They're like, dude, that's supposed to be crane. Oh. So, I was like, so in junior high, I'm like, no way. Oh, that's pretty cool. So then part of the trivia, what I found out was the ooze, the the secret of the ooze was you found out that uh, aliens created the ooze. And that was going to lead to Krang because they're from a different dimension. Yeah, Dimension X. That was going to lead into this. But then the two combo creators were like, no, I don't want anything like the show. Ah, Bastards. So that brain-shaped thing in the middle of the room with the canisters is... um, Supposed to be Krang. It's like an homage to Krang. Okay. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't catch that. Oh, turtles. You'll pay for yeah. this. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? I, I don't. You're missing like the most obvious thing in this movie. What? Do you want to talk about Vanilla Ice? Oh, no. That was okay. No, see, I, I want to finish all the negative things first okay, and, and then jump into the positives. Okay. To me, that's a positive. Oh, okay. Vanilla Ice is a, is, is a positive for me because. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, besides the fact that he just made up a rap on on the on the spot, which oh, dude. Lies, so he, he has no clue that do. they're ninjas, right? So he's okay, 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 yeah. okay. Yo, it's the it's green machine, machine gonna rock the town yeah. without being seen. Every single turtle get down, slam a jam to the mutant sound. Okay, I hated <laughs> one thing. I hated was like they didn't fight the shredder. I don't know if you remember that first Ninja Turtles movie. That scene on the oh, roof yeah. when they're fighting him, that's a badass scene. They all got their ass kicked. They all get their ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, and they don't they don't fight. The closest they get to fighting him is just when he's knocking the pier down. And yeah. He's not even fighting. He's just Aah. the closest to a fight is, is an argument. Shredder, you're gonna kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> so be it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Audio guy, let me ask you this. Is it possible? To uh, knock someone that far back with the uh, the base of a of a speaker? Oh, I can't imagine. Everyone's ears. If it's that bit powerful, you'd be dead, right? As a human, I, if, if, <laughs> if any if if anything, it might like knock you over at but, the most. But he's wearing like seventy pounds of like metal. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no, no way you can launch across a room. <laughs> Through a glass window uh-huh. and into a, what is, I guess, a pier at the end of this uh-huh. club. Have you ever been to a a, a, a club on the docks? No, like I have not. <laughs> That's next to an abandoned construction site. I have not. I haven't either. Yeah, the the, the shredder thing was very disappointing because there, there was no fight. It was just they kind of like, oh, super shredder. Because that first movie, that fight is so badass. They're yeah. on the roof when they get their ass kicked. And the the fighting in general, the first movie was much better. Yeah, and in this movie, the fighting was was very like it wasn't no it was it was it was pretty bad. And then the horrible. what's his name the that guy yeah yeah <laughs> he he was he was a badass in the first one too yeah in this one he just yeah and then when he does have the chance to fight he just gets squished yeah by the shells and he so this so we're led to believe this guy is supposed to be badass right yeah when Shredder how long. Would you say the events of the first movie are in here? Like over how much how much time it passed? Has passed? Would you say? Because Shredder gets oh, crushed in the in the compact. Not much. I, I would say this is maybe within, a week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So this guy's like, mm, I'm in charge. Whoever yeah. wants to challenge me for the throne, and then Shredder comes in. Yeah, I challenge. Yeah. 
I'm like, okay, let's see a fight. Oh, Master Shredder. And he just bows down to him. How bad was his face? Because it wasn't bad at all. The reason he, he wore a mask is because Splinter is a rat. Yeah, claw at his him. face. Right. It's just like two claws. Yeah. How bad is he getting crushed in a compactor? It wasn't bad. Was he supposed to be like fucking Freddy Krueger, just like <laughs> underneath the mask? For, from the from what we did see, it didn't look that bad. From there's just like a couple of scratches that were still kind of fresh or halfway healed. Yeah. So it it, it was. Seeing what we saw with the with the compactor in the first movie, he, he should have, first of all he should have been dead. Uh-huh. If he wasn't, he should be much more messed up than he than he actually was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be able to walk into the junkyard, so he so he got crushed, made it to the junkyard. Well, the, first, woke up. I don't know if you know this. In New York, they have a trash island. Oh, all their trash trucks dump all the trash onto ferries, and then the ferries take it to this island where they dump it on this. I think it's a man made island where all the trash is held. Okay. So he had to get off that island, swim to the mainland. With all his metal. With all his metal on him. And then he had to get to that junkyard. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm in. There's a lot, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. I know. There, again, how hard are you critiquing this? It, it is a children's yeah. movie. But despite of all that, the movie still plays for me. Okay. Let's do, go over your positives. All right. Uh, the jokes are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interactions, Michelangelo, hilarious throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie. Uh, I, I like the the, the word plays that they have with each other. Uh, not as good as the first movie, where the acapella, yeah, which is a kid. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, okay, I didn't know what acapella yeah. was as a kid. But Frere Jacques, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Frere Jacques. Uh, my favorite, my favorite funny line in the movie was when they go to the junkyard to, to find to find Raph, and uh, like. Uh, Hey, it's, uh, it's a little quiet over here. Yeah, a little too quiet. Get a closer. Well, that was easy. Yeah, a little, a little too easy. Hey, there's Raph. Yeah, a little, a little too Raph. <laughs> Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you already did the whole jumping. Uh-huh. One, two. One? Yeah. <laughs> the way he turns his head? One? <laughs> uh, Splinter's joke wasn't as, as good this, this this time around, but it was still fine. He uh, told him, go ninja, go ninja, go at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dancing at the club was was fun. Uh, they did a little Back to the Future type of thing happening, like, "Hey, you gotta ch- uh, check these guys out" or whatever. Like, "Oh, what are these people doing? Like, uh, get them out of here." Oh, no, they're great. They're fine. That was fun. <laughs> the police. What are you doing? Yeah. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nit, so Vanilla Ice being in the movie is a positive. I, I, I it's fun. It's fun. Okay. It, it doesn't belong. It's yes. stupid. It's but, but it's sense. but it's fun at the whole. Oh, that they have a coordinated ninja dance rap, yeah. already? Yeah. So not only did he make up a rap on the spot, he, they, they all thought of the same exact dance on uh-huh. the spot and, and were doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were, they were just having a lot of fun. Uh, it'd be nice to hang out with the turtles. Yeah. Except Raph. Uh, he, yeah. Can, he can stay yeah, in the other room. That's fine. He can meditate upstairs. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a whole cleaning scene where um, they're, they're trying to clean up and whatnot. The mop has the, the mop. two, so it's like the bow staff with yeah. the two uh, yep. mop uh, ends. Yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of fun. Like all the dialogue that the turtles do, mm-hmm. well, at least if Michelangelo's, Michelangelo is involved, yeah. it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, it just feels good. Mm-hmm. The, overall, the whole movie feels good, mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of things that are like what. It just it, it still has a good feeling for me. I still remember watching this in the theater, Adam. Oh, my okay. mom 
I made my mom go to the theaters and watch this with me. That opening scene where Kino fights those three guys and those other guys come out. They're like, hey, let's kick his ass. And then the, the turtles jump into frame. And then it's the title sequence, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. I remember all the kids were like, yeah. I still remember that from from watching in the theater. Uh, seven, uh, no, 91, 01, 11, 27 years ago. <laughs> I still remember that. All the kids ah, just going nuts when they jumped into the frame. Absolutely. That was good. And all the kids in my school were trying to do the, the yo-yo tricks. Oh, the walk the dog. The walk the dog <laughs> around the around world. Around the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun. One thing, the, fed is, the fetish-ation of pizza in the city of New York. Now, we both have, <laughs> Adam, we've both been to New York City. Yeah. You went recently. Yes. Is everyone in New York just stopping what they're doing to enjoy that slice? I don't know, man. Pizza was a big part of it. <laughs> There's a couple making out, and yeah. they stop making out to each take a bite of their own pizza, yeah. and they have champagne. She's, it, <laughs> she's dressed like she's going to the prom. They did go a little overboard, I think, but they at the same time... went a little time, overboard with the pizza. But I, I was thinking like, okay. I mean, because I, I was in Manhattan. I don't know how it is everywhere else. I've, I've only been to Manhattan myself. Yeah. But Manhattan is just... It's like a pizza on every, every corner. Mm-hmm. Every corner has a pizza thing. And it's, it's, it's because it's, you can pick it up and walk. There's, there's too much going on. What do they call it? Like a New York minute is like half a second mm-hmm. type of thing. So I, I got to get from here to there. I need to eat. What do I got? Give me that pizza. So there's pizza all over the place. Uh, we ate a lot while we were there because we were on a very busy schedule, which mm-hmm. I uh, brought upon ourselves because I had to schedule everything. There's a cop who's enjoying a slice of pizza and his wrist is hooked to the wrist of the criminal. Yeah. yeah. Little, little much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the, the fetish, the fed, the, the fetishization, fetishization of pizza in the city of New York. Yeah, but it's also a turtle movie, and pizza is their mm-hmm. their their bread and butter mm-hmm. and tomato sauce and cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, let's see what else? What? I think it's pretty well covered. I, I didn't... Okay. Back to the complaints thing again. Uh, the whole scene in the in the laboratory. Now, we, we get this the doctor, which every time I see this doctor, no matter what show he's in, it's like, oh, that's the, the guy from TGRI. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's exposing the ooze. He gets stopped on the last canister by the foot. They then steal the ooze, kidnap him, and wait for and the turtles out. to show yeah. up. Turtles show up, like, hey, we're here, and it's what we stole an hour ago. What took you so long? Let's fight. Ha! All right, now we got it back, and now we're out. Mm-hmm. What was this? Why? Why would they still be there? That's true. Just like play football with a canister? <laughs> that, that, was, that was it? Mm. Yeah. Ninja Vanish! Ninja Vanish! <laughs> so these bumbling morons... They can do the whole ninja vanish move. One of the, the guys, same morons can. Yeah, the bells, the bells, dude. The, the, one of the guys that caught the cancer was a was a big dude. Uh, he didn't get any bells he off did anything. Not get bells off. There's nothing he got the bells off of. It's so they're recruiting teenagers who happen to know karate. Yeah, it's a lot of that in New York, I guess. I, do you know any? Next to every pizza stand is a karate dojo. I don't know if. <laughs> We saw that when you were there. Yeah. 
Which April, as a kid, which April O'Neil did you like better? This one or the first one? Oh. Uh, I think this one's cuter. Mm-hmm. But the other one, because it was more Aprily uh, yeah. to the cartoon. And th- she's the, this April O'Neil is the th- third, in the third movie, right? Where they go back in time. I don't remember I, the third I one. Think it, I think she is. Okay. I'm pretty sure she's the, uh, she's the same April O'Neil for the third one. I'll check it out. Which. Oh, she's looks, hmm, she looks better now or in this IMDb page than, uh, than in 1991. I think then, yeah. So she's like Elaine. Elaine. She looks better now. Ah, looks like the feed froze. It's fine. Who cares? Oh, wow. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, she was in three. Yep. I remember going to the theaters to see uh, three. I was very disappointed. I I did too. I knew there was time. Did I know there was time travel? I think I just knew there was a third movie, and I'm like, "Mom, you have to take me." And we saw it, and I remember like, I didn't like that. And yeah, this, and I think around this time, I think I t- said this on the podcast. The first movie I can remember not liking was the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah, and I think this was around the time where I'm like, "Oh no, things I like can be bad." <laughs> I think it was around this time. Okay, that where I came to that realization. Yeah. I remember not liking it as well. Uh, I, I, I think as a kid, even I was like, "Why'd you do that? Why? Why would you do that?" Mm-hmm. Where's Krang? That's everybody was like, yes. "Where's Krang? Where's Bebop? Where's Rocksteady?" Yeah, we got we got took on Razor at least. That was that was enough of a fix to yeah. be like, "That's you meant Bebop and Rocksteady." I know what you were going for. Well, in the cartoon, mostly all the bad guys were mutated things. Yeah, like it was a, a fly that was mutated. It yeah, was Baxter. A, yeah, uh, there was a uh, a shark that was mutated. Right, that wasn't a bad guy. He was like their ally, but all the all the characters were like mutated things. Right. So I think they were kind of trying to hint at that, where where uh, Shredder's oh. like, "I'll bring them back to you in small doses." Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Anyway, yeah. so you want to con- any, any final thoughts, Adam, for your thankful movie? Uh, Despite the uh, the spoiler goggles, yeah, it's you're still like I, I noticed every single thing and was <laughs> like kind of like what? But even then, I was I, I still at the movies like oh yeah yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah the turtles. I wanted to rewatch some of the cartoon episodes after rewatching this because this movie is the well I haven't seen the Michael Bay second one, but this for us is as close to the cartoon as we got for the turtles. Cause a third one has, is nothing like the cartoon series either. The, the turtles in time. The third one is, is completely blocked from my memory. So, I, I know that I saw it, but I don't remember a damn thing about <laughs> it, it except that they wore samurai suits. It happened. It happened. It was a movie. I yeah. will, I will go back and watch it again to see how it, I don't know if I remind, it reminds me of things, but I, I, I was a big turtle head, big turtle. Oh, me too. Head. I had a lot of Ninja Turtle toys. That that was that was my thing. See, I, I never had the toys. Uh, my neighbor had the toys. Mm-hmm. I'd go to his house and I'd play. He had the the sewer. He had the van, um, oh. and and all of the and all the figurines. Oh, a little rich kid. Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> what I did have was a video game, uh, which was I think it was just regular NES. Oh, the, that hard one where with the swimming the swimming level that no one can pass. 
Ooh. Is that the one where you're driving around in the truck and you have to get oh. off and you have to go in the sewer? Okay. Yes. Oh, that one too. Okay. No. So that, that one's fucking hard. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I, there was, it was the SNES one then that I, that I played. It was a mm-hmm. side scroller mm-hmm. fighting one. That arcade game, dude. That's one of the best arcade games ever. Is it? Yeah. The, the big uh, the, where four people can play. Yes. And you're fighting the, oh, the guys yes. coming down. It's like the X Men game. Just okay. in, in Turtle. Do right. Play, do you remember the X Men game? Yeah. And, and I don't think I played that one. Uh, I've seen other people play it. I never. Yeah. That, I never got to it. But that one, I, I remember. I have a very vivid memory of me playing that Thanksgiving. In the morning, I got up at like seven in the morning, and I was going through it. And this is this is before <laughs> save points were a thing. Yes. So you sit down. If you don't beat it, it's over. <laughs> yeah. And I, I got to Baxter, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I guess happening." <laughs> and then my, my mom and I were like, "Get ready for Thanksgiving." We're like, hold on, you don't understand. This is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And I I I, I couldn't. I, I didn't finish it. And I, I didn't. I didn't. I never beat Baxter. Hmm. I remember being pissed though. Because like, oh come on. So your clothing thoughts are, you notice the flaws, but yeah, but it's I, fine. Who cares? Mm-hmm. My closing thoughts: it brought me back to the cartoon and the our childhood and whatnot. Uh, Maybe want to watch the cartoon series again, right? I, I still can't. I can't believe this viewing was the the bells, the bell, the the tet. Okay, these morons somehow that, that's stuck in it. How many bells did they grab? Okay, Kino got all of them. But these idiots who were like, "I'm going to stand there when the bars come," and like, how many bells do you think these guys got off the mannequin? It had it had to be more than one, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I don't know. Okay, that the before we continue, yeah. How good do you think that recruiter guy was as a ninja? The one who told Kino, the white guy, you're pretty good. Uh, yeah. You're on to the next step. Like, how good do you think that guy is? Not uh, <laughs> well. He's he's teaching. Yeah. So maybe he, he was good enough to pass the test, and then once he got in the field, we're like, oof, <laughs> got to got to pull you out. Yeah. Maybe that's the guy that got punched in the stomach. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> By Michelangelo's head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews, Adam? Uh, start with the bad. Okay. Michael Stragow of The New Yorker says, The artful grunge is gone from the first movie, and so is its edge. The whole movie is bright yet colorless. It's a lot brighter than the first one, that's for sure. You know, I want to rewatch the first one because I did like how like dark and punk rock like the look of it was. Yeah. I was just thinking today, I need to find the sketches that April drew of the of the turtles. Mm. And I want I want to make that a poster. Yeah. I actually have a Ninja Turtles poster. Um, they look, they, it looks dark. This, it, it's, it's from the first movie, but it's, it, it looks kind of darkish looking. Oh, it's not here. It's at my sister's house still. Damn it. Okay. Uh, Desmond Ryan of the Philadelphia Inquirer says, The plot of Turtles 2 hinges on toxic waste, and that turns out to be a pretty accurate description of the film. <laughs> and finally, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times says, Today's kids are learning from the Turtles that the world is a sinkhole of radioactive waste. That it's more reassuring to huddle together in sewers than take your chances competing at street level, and that individuality is dangerous. Cowabunga. Okay, easy there, Roger. Easy it's a, there. It's a it's an important review. It's very important. <laughs> and finally, uh, no, that was it. So now the good reviews. Dave Kerr, Chicago Tribune, says 
One finds in them the same unabashed enjoyment of color and movement, of spectacular athletics and outrageous stunts that animates the Hong Kong action cinema as a whole and makes it so superbly entertaining. So he's saying this is as Whoa. entertaining as like great kung fu, like a Bruce Lee movies. movie. Yeah. No. Well, Bruce Lee was fighting a lot, a little more tougher guys than. Yeah. I, I do got to say that the way that they were able to move around in the suits was, was impressive. Yes. There's a lot, just the fact that you could backflip in the suits. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Yeah. That that alone is impressive. Uh, Donna Britt of the Washington Post says, The second TMNT has enough jokes aimed at adults to make for a relatively painless outing for parents forced to take their kids to see it. <laughs> and finally, Janet Maslin of the New York Times says, The turtles, when not battling Shredder or providing vanilla ice with the basis for a rap number, kid around in enjoyable ways. Yeah. And now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of make part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. Adam, what would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the critics. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... At the time, this would have been better than it was received now, for sure. It's just fun. It's fun. Damn it. They're not going to like it. 55. 32%. Ugh. Rotten. So much lower than I was expecting. Okay. Now the audience. This one's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm very, very biased. And nostalgia is a big factor in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that people that are reviewing it now are looking back into the way that I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, yeah, that one for sure. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Uh, they made a third one. So there was demand. And it's still pretty awesome. They're, they remade it, for Christ's sake. So it's a good, it's a good re- franchise. And they rebooted the cartoon series again. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. There's a new cartoon series. Oh, but, but it's series. like animated, right? Or um, like manga. CGI. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like that. All right. I'm going to go 71. 67%. Ah. So close. Okay, much so it, better. So it's fresh. Good, good, good. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we've done, and since we love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? Oh, that's an easy one. I got it. You go first. All right. Professor. Okay. I actually like the guy who plays the professor. I, I do like him a lot, but I, I would like Paul Giamatti more. But my guy, my pick for Giamatti <laughs> would be the guy who has to get the guy in the ponytail, the cops on the phone. Get the cops! Get the cops! Can you picture like little Giamatti? He's like, a, what are you doing calling the cops? They oh, love okay, it! okay, okay. The, the little guy. Got it. In the club? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or or we can have him replace the chief, the, the, the dick chief guy, who had a much bigger role in the first one. Oh, yeah. The one that April Neal's trying to tell, like, hey, there's these two guys, and they're like, how did you know that, that I don't know anything? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one, too. My on-record record shows that I have no off-record. Yes. Take a record of that. <laughs> yeah. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. We pretty much covered everything I was going to say, except for one. Okay. Ernie Reyes Jr., who's Kino, was Donatello's fight double in the first Ninja Turtles movie. Oh. Producers liked Reyes so much, they created the role of Kino just for him to replace the ultra-violent Casey Jones. So he was 
in the Donatello. So he was in the first movie, technically. Technically. Okay. As Donatello. Oh, interesting. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget, $25 million. I couldn't find a foreign box office gross, so you're going to have to go off of the U.S. gross. Now, you have to remember, 1991, how much was a movie ticket back then? $3 maybe? Yeah. Four? So. Yeah, I'm going to say like four fifty. Yeah. Something. So a $25 million budget. How much do you think it's it's in this case, U.S. grosses. $110 million. $78 million. Which oh, is, that's still profitable. Yeah. That still fits the triple formula. Plus, I mean, you know the producers made more money on the toys, the shirts. Oh, yeah. The merchandise. Like, the merchandise is where they made their money. Yeah. Not the ticket sales. Uh, Marin went on a whole rant uh, a couple weeks ago about the Marvel movies are just it's commercials. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not movies, they're commercials. Just, just push the products. My friend Brian takes it even further. My friend Brian says each Marvel movie is just a commercial for the next Marvel movie because of that scene to set up the oh, next one. Yeah, he says it's a two and a half hour commercial for, for the next one. Uh, this film debuted in first place on the weekend of March 22nd, 1991 with $20 million. First place. Want to know what number two of that weekend was? Uh, 90, uh, Home Alone? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. oh. Was you a great big fat person? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the voice of Michelangelo was um, also uh, in Star Trek. He was, um, oh, no, a Romulan. Mm. Okay. According to Box Office <laughs> Mojo, this movie is the 75th highest grossing film in the category Superhero. I guess they technically are. Yeah, it's it's Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that, it would fit. There, this is the seventy fifth highest grossing film in the superhero category. Number one, if you haven't seen it, you must be racist. Black oh, Panther. Man. <laughs> and finally, this movie was the thirteenth highest grossing film of nineteen ninety one. Thirteenth. Number one that year. Was originally going to be my thankful movie, but I switched it. Oh, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Uh huh. Call to John. Holy crap! The guy that did Splinter's voice is also the guy that does Elmo's voice. Oh. Wow. Okay. Look at that. They made his voice very Asian, like very, very Asian. Oh, it's like a, it's a black dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You must uh, not face your fear. That's that's true. Very Asian voice. Very yeah. Very Confuciusy. Mm-hmm. That was the whole character. Adam, where can you get all your Ninja Turtle merchandise and equipment wow. and apparel? You can get it all on Amazon.com. If you're gonna do that, go to our website first. Click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but we get a little percentage of whatever you spend. Uh, keep that in mind, especially during this uh, Christmas season. You can do, sh- do shopping on Amazon. You're going to. Mm-hmm. Just uh, go to our website first. Click on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, help us out. That's 1991's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, directed by Michael Pressman. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. 
Next week, our thankful series for 2018 comes to a conclusion with my pick. Yes. It was, like I said, it was originally going to be 1991's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which you wouldn't have objected to. Not at all. That, that's it's a great movie. Absolutely. Fantastic movie. But um, It's the best movie. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> but at the last hour, like the 11th hour, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going with 1985's Clue. Yes! We've talked about this movie so many times on this podcast. I decided let's make it official. Starring the great Tim Curry, great comedic cast, great character actors in the movie. If uh, if you haven't seen this movie, sit down. You're going to want to watch it. Great. It's only 90 minutes long. It's beautiful. You can run right through it. It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Not slow at all. It's the best board game movie. Believe yeah, me. Absolutely. It's just it's all around fun. It, uh-huh. it, it's they, they, they got jokes. Uh-huh. Like every scene, there's jokes. It's like a play. It's yeah. almost like a play. There's one setting, and you're just going to different parts of the stage. Quote yeah. Unquote. Yeah. It, it is like a, a Broadway play. And Tim Curry came from the stage originally. He was a he was a theater. Is a lesbian. <laughs> so check out 1985's Clue, and yes. uh, that's also a big movie, at least from my childhood. I don't know if you saw it as a Absolutely. kid. Absolutely. There you go. Several, several times. So this is another movie from our childhood. Yeah. Uh, so check out Clue. Check out uh, the Ninja Turtles stuff on Amazon. Yeah, man. And check out the first 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which yes. is very good. Yes. It's dark. It's grungy. It's punk rock. It's beautiful. We're speaking of punk rock. When we get hang up get off of this yeah i gotta tell you about a movie on netflix i saw it's fucking fantastic okay so check out uh all this stuff and until next time this is hollywood i'm adam